Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. No, read image. We create our own realities and words. That's disgusted. Hello. That's disgusted. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody. Hello. And welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. I'm your host, Desmond. With me, as always, is my co-host. Me? You. I'm your co-host? Yes. Oh, my name is Rich. No, you're my... You're... You're don't you're even. Okay, fine. Were you gonna pay me a compliment? I was. But a compliment like to... I give you compliments all the time. Oh, he's so sweet to me. Hey, everybody. We hope you're having a great night or day, depending on where you are. Um, it's kind of chilly in San Francisco, and the leaves are changing, and it's fall and turning to winter, and we have one episode left. Uh, of the Geek Chat, we yes. will have uh, two more episodes of the Point Five, which is our Thursday show, in which we talk about all of the superhero TV shows that have been going on right now. So mm. much like Arrow and Flash will be doing their uh, winter break, so will the Geek Chat. And S.H.I.E.L.D. And S.H.I.E.L.D. But we will be back uh, in January. But do not fret. We've got believer. good stuff for use. We will have stuff for you um, while use. we are on break for uses. We will have stuff for uses when we're uh, yes. while we're on the break. New stuff too. So please uh, check out the Facebook group and uh, check out the Facebook group, uh, the Geek Chat. Join it, and uh, you can see exactly what we're going to be doing uh, for our break. Um, another thing that we would like you to do in the Geek Chat, um, and we're going to post this after this episode, is we're going uh, to talk about the books that we have liked um, and loved and only positive stuff. No, not the books that we didn't like. We want to talk about the books that, that we liked. God, we could fill like a whole month's worth of podcasts with the books we didn't like. That's Well, that's true. But um, we're positive here. Yes, yes. We want to know the books that you loved from January to now what have what's been on the top of your reading stack let us know we're going to have an all new episode for you letting you know our stuff and the books you should be checking out like i gotta tell you i'm really sad that one of our favorite books is doing horrible rumble has very low numbers so you, that's one of the books you got to check out people so that's just a sneak preview yeah. so again come to the geek chat facebook group search the geek chat on facebook and tell us what uh what book that or book or books that you really really liked uh this past year maybe um, your top five yeah top five that'd be really good and then uh we're gonna probably agree we're gonna pro most likely disagree with charles but <laughs> that's just what we do hi charles um but again uh only one more episode uh, of the Geek Chat. If you missed this episode, you can check them out on soundcloud.com. Uh, this will be posted tomorrow uh, between 12 and 2. Uh, probably a little earlier uh, because I'll be helping a friend, so I'm probably going to post it uh, in the morning. So just uh, stay tuned and make sure that you check it out. So without further ado, let's talk about these books, shall <laughs> we? It was a mixed bag of <laughs> books this week. It was a very mixed bag. We, a very, very we mixed disagree bag. on a couple things. We agree on a couple things. And uh, and we disagree with Charles. We <laughs> disagree with Charles. Well, that's, that's a given. I mean, <laughs> Charles is just a, a, 
A fantastic, a, fa- a fantastic man. He so, is. which book do you want to talk about first? Well, why don't we pick one we both like? Let's get off to an, uh, an a nice positive. So we're going to talk about Spidey. No. Okay, I guess we're not going to talk about Spidey. So why don't you pick a book then? <laughs> Let's talk about Replica. Yes, which is interesting because it was a independent uh, book. You know, we love our number ones and we love our independence, and we always want uh, you guys out there and uh, streaming land to take a chance on a new book. There's tons of new books. We That's in- right. We review tons of number ones, and this one is someone is something that you should uh, take a chance on. So it's a brand new publishing company called Aftershock Comics. The book we're reviewing is Replica by Paul Jenkins and Andy Clark. Um, the creator and writer is Paul Jenkins. Andy Clark did the art. Marcelo Mialo is the colorist. And Clayton Cowles did the lettering. So, goes in cold. Because this Aftershock mm, is really cold. brand new stuff. You have no clue really what's cold. going on. It is about a human being on this really intergalactic world that they try to explain how it was brought about. And he, because of Earth customs of being very rigid, I guess you would say. Well, he's a police officer. Yeah, There's certain things that you have to do as a police officer. Yeah, and he believes in following the, the, the law and the code of law. And he is stuck with all these, what he calls incompetent people. And, and they're aliens. And they're all aliens. And the f- their first, I don't want to say mission, but it's the first one we see as readers, goes horribly wrong. So he makes a choice. He sees an ad for cloning, and he decides to make a choice to clone himself. That's yeah, the book. Yeah, it really wasn't explained why he decided to clone himself a little bit, though. Well, it... I mean, it kind of alludes to the fact that he They do, because when he's talking to... I think when he's talking to the police captain, and he's saying how his partner is, you know dumb as a box of rocks minus the rocks and that he really he just thinks all these people that he's working with are stupid yeah yeah i mean he's gonna it's like he's going to do the replica like he's gonna make the clone and then he's going to like i guess check out let the clone do everything so i mean it kind of seems to be like what he's going to do yeah real quick thing about the about the about the planet that they're on if you've ever played the the um video game mass effect it's like that in which oh. there's a there's this kind of uh, planetoid space station that was made by who knows and and like aliens lived there and they all kind of inhabit it together and there's like a part of it um, that is kind of off limits with this machine race and they so part of it is off limits and then the rest of it is where is is where all of the other aliens kind of come together and, and live together and he's part of this peacekeeping force so if you're familiar with uh that franchise the video game then then that it might read read a little bit more but what is the twist there's always a twist oh i wasn't going to give that away you're going to give that away that i wasn't was, that was I, the most interesting part okay go ahead well the twist is of course something goes wrong of with, course with the replication uh process Hence the term replica. And there are tons of him running around. And so you have this weird sort of um, Madrox thing going on. I was going to say it's very it's very close to what Madrox happened at the end of Peter David's run where each clone was like a different emotional part of him. Correct. That's what I'm seeing. That I'm seeing that definitely. Especially too. with the guy that wants his, a, a new name. He doesn't want to be known as a number. He wants like to be known as something else. Yeah, he was uh, number two, I guess. 
Um, but then he wants to be someone else. Yeah, and he's like he's like the main clone secretary or something. I don't know. It was it was just very interesting. It, the, the book. His name is Roger. Yeah, he wants to be called Roger instead of number two. Um, I don't know. It was, I really liked it, and I thought, okay, I'm a huge fan of Paul Jenkins. Always been a fan of him, uh, of his work, and I really like. Um, Space stuff. Yeah, but I like the artist. Mm, uh, Andy Clark. I mean, Andy the art's Clark, really good. That's the thing about it. It's like this is some quality, you know, big two artists, you know, going out and doing this stuff. And now is a great time to be a self-publisher and a, and a self, you know, doing this stuff. I mean, because this is Aftershock, you know. I didn't – what other that, – that's amazing. This that is their first book out of their lineup. I But I – but think about it though these are all people who just decided you know hey we're gonna go do our own comics we've been we've been kind of doing stuff for marvel and dc for a very long time now we're gonna go out and and stick it to the man so what's funny is um mike martz worked for marvel with the x-men i believe either spider-man or x-men i don't remember which one he ran he was an editor now he's over here he's the editor-in-chief here that's what i'm talking that's what i'm saying you know people are getting out there with with the with how cheap it is for, I mean, if you have the startup capital and how cheap it is to kind of make books, I mean, with with desktop publishing and whatnot, like, there's no reason why so anyone couldn't get out there. But again, great story. I think it was an interesting number one. Did um, you read the backup? Intersex leading into this week's or next week's, this week's, whatever week we're in, uh, number one? I did not. It was pretty good. It was, I, I um, didn't read it because it looked really, really weird. It was. Something, this girl gets bit by a bug, and she's about to be married, but her, like, best friend or handmaiden something is really her lesbian lover, and they, like, make out. She's like, I got something for you, and no, then they got, start to do it. What was that weird, like, stabbing thing That's, that was out of her chest? That was a bug that bit her. Ugh. And she's like, well, I got something for you, and I'm like, because it's, it's intersex, with the X E X, but it's supposed to be like an in, like an insect. Insect. Yeah, it's really weird, but uh, it looks really interesting. We'll There's be reviewing that next some week. Weird insect. Lesbian love. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited for this line. Insect. You know, lesbian agenda stuff. One of the things I'm go, really Terry. excited about. They give you a couple um, upcoming previews of books, and they're big. They're people that have books. Um, like Garth Ennis is going to have a number one here. Marguerite Bennett was the one I was talking about. Insects. Uh, Super Zero is by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmati. That's going to go. And the one I'm really looking forward to is... You mean the, wait a minute. You mean the DC Darlings have are, are venturing out? Yes. Mm. Yes. And uh, Justin Jordan is going to be debuting a book in January called Strayer. And it looks really cool. So Aftershock, you might hear more from us. Because so far, this number one was pretty good. I agree 100%. Especially if they're going to have that, that kind of talent. So bring it... So, what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to go ahead and start? So, go with a book you really like. Okay, liked. everybody. So, we have to admit that we have a difference of opinions about these next couple of books that we're going to review. Um, we have been very divided in a couple of these books, to say the least. So, some <laughs> of this, actually, some, though, we, we really kind of were, um, were right. But here you go. So one of the books that I enjoyed and Rich didn't really like was Spidey number one. And I'm going to read you the, oh, wow, Rich is actually leaving. He's like, he's like got out of his chair, like ran away. I've scared him away. Um, 
But it's uh, Spidey number one from Marvel Comics. It's three ninety nine. Uh, by writer was Robbie Thompson. Artist was Nick Bradshaw. Uh, color artist was Jim Campbell. Uh, letterer is Travis Lanham. And uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was a great book. So what do we have here? We have Imagine. X-Men First Class. Remember that old book that came out in which it kind of gave... Not the movie. Not the movie. Not the movie. The the book that kind of gave the hidden, a little bit more hidden stories that they weren't able to tell. Uh, I guess Marvel Fanfare was sort of like that. This is what that kind of book is. The first page sets it up. It gives you what any new reader would need to know about Spider-Man from being bitten by radioactive spider and the, and the, it's like a collage page that shows his history. And then it immediately goes into his high school life and, uh, and about him and uh, flash Thompson is in it. Uh, Harry Osborn is in it as well as um, not Mary Jane Parker, but Gwen Stacy. And uh, it's interesting. Um, I really enjoyed it. You have doc, Dr. Octopus, which is very interesting because Doctor Octopus is ca- uh, his um, costume is it takes place when Peter Parker was a kid, but Doc Ock does not look. He know. doesn't look like he he looks updated and modern. Yeah, well, they're talking about tablets, so they they go on a field trip to Oscorp, and then you see. Um, so it's 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 been modernized, um, but for me, I enjoyed it. I like. I like young Peter Parker. I liked when he was going on, uh, what was going on with him when he was a kid. I enjoyed that stuff. Um, I thought the art was amazing. Nick Bradshaw is fantastic. Um, you get to see um, what's going on with um, Norman Osborn. He's there. We get to see some some weird kind of goblin stuff. It's just a very fun book. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Um and then the but a big question that a lot of people wanted to an, wanted to ask and um and Rich asked this as well was is this in continuity you know is what's going on now canon are they trying to again update the Spider-Man history and for me or, or what Rich had said uh when he was doing research about it was was that it doesn't it doesn't matter it it's um it's, uh, so this is the actual quote from Alex Alonzo. Okay. Decide for yourself when asked, is this meant to be outside of the mainline continuity? He says, decide for yourself. We're looking to tell fun stories that will hopefully connect with new readers or inspire old fans to look at Spider-Man in a new way. That is such a cop-out. How so? Because this is... The, because what? Because it's not saying, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Now I can't get it in. I told you. Fix it. Put it in. Oh, my God. All right. I will. But continue your thought. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I just, you know what? Make up my mind. Is it in continuity? Is it not in continuity? Does it matter? Not really, because I'm not going to read it. I think that uh, books like this do, they're good for certain readers. Like, I can give this. um, Well, it is. It's weird. It's rated T. So it's for teens, but I could still give it to a kid because there was nothing really in it. There really wasn't anything Um, that was. So. Like I'm a little bit of blood when you punch someone. Yeah, like for well, the most part, that's what happens. P- kids need to learn that if you punch someone, you bleed. Um, I th- see this, and I mean no disrespect. I'm a huge Nick Bradshaw fan. I love his art. He was on Wolverine and the X-Men, and then he was on something for like one or two issues. Do you remember Guardians what of the it, galaxy, didn't he was that it? And mm-hmm. then he was gone. 
I feel like they demoted him to this book because this book is so. not. Oh, I do. This I book is so. not going to stick around. This book probably had good high numbers because it's number one. But I see by the sixth issue of this, it's going to be. But for me, fallen. But for me, it doesn't matter. You know, this this again reminds me of what like Wolverine first class and, and X-Men. First yeah, they class. didn't sell weather either. Exactly. But they were still fun stories. And you while know? I'm happy we have see, I'm talking and I'm, I'm contradicting myself because I'm glad we have fun stories. Comic books, DC needs to have fun in their books. But I for me really am enjoying Spidey grown up. And but that 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 doesn't take away from Spider-Man being grown up though. I'm still gonna it, read Amazing Spider-Man. I know, but for me, I just I don't know. I I tried to read this book because I knew we were gonna review it, and I just I I did not well, get through again, it. Again, it's not for everybody, but it, but for this me, book I is love, not for me. <laughs> I love stories like this. So and this is your number one book this week? No, definitely not. Oh, but, can't wait to hear what is. But I did enjoy it. I thought it was a fun read. It doesn't, you know, if it's canon, great. If it's not, it, it doesn't hurt anything. Because none of the stuff were for X Men First Class was in was in canon. I don't. Even, oh, I don't think it was. I doubt it. You know. So and who cares? You know. That's what I like about it. It's just a fun book. Good. I I enjoyed it. So, me. So what? <laughs> so what book did you like, Rich? As he's frantically looking for a book to find because you know how Rich is. That's right. I'm crotchety today. <laughs> Taking some. Oh Lord. Place. All right, so let's talk about All New Inhumans number one. Okay, and actually we both like this book. Yeah, I, I liked it. So um, the Inhumans continue their X-Men domination with their third book. And here we go. It is written by Charles Sewell with art by... Uh, I'm trying to find the stupid page that everything's on. Of course, it's not on the first page like it used to be. Here, talk. I had to talk when I was looking through for <laughs> stuff as well. You should be able to. We are professionals. We Rich. are, but you find it in this damn book. <laughs> I cannot find it. I'll just read you the cover. So it's Soul, Asmus, Caselli, and Massa. And that's what Marvel gets for not freaking putting their shit where we can find it. Um, so this introduces Crystal of the Inhuman and her team. And if you read the Uncanny Inhuman number one, that was the backup story. And you couldn't find it either, could you? There it is. It's on the very back. Okay, so All New Inhumans, number one. Charles Sewell and James Asmus are the writers. Stefano Caselli is the artist. Andrea Andreas Mosa is the colorist. VCs Clayton Cowles did the lettering. Um, I liked it. That was weird. It, because it was a backup story, they put it as a, as a separator between the first story and the backup story. That's weird. I mean, they, they wrote both stories, and I understand that, but it's just, that's interesting that they would do it like that. Well, actually, that. the second story, thank you for bringing that up. The second story was written by James oh, Asmus, sorry. and the artist was yeah. different. It's Nico Leon. Yeah, it's on the bottom. I see it now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, huh, so this weird. is Crystal's battle ready, going out into the field to find new humans and these weird pillars that have fallen. Crystal is way different here than she's been. She's in control. She's using all her powers with force. She's got a new haircut. She's got a nice little outfit. And she's taking crap from no one, including her sister, who's the queen. I liked that little aspect. Um, she is burdened, I feel, with Gorgon, who is doing this whole pity me party still. 
because he has no legs. He doesn't have the use of his legs, which I hope they really explore because we know he doesn't feel he can be a good father because he can't show his son how to be strong or something like that. But I just feel like every time we see him, he's whiny. And he was one of the better characters when I was growing up with the Inhumans. And I just feel like, okay, let's, if you're going to do it, let's show some character progression. Let's get some story in there for him. Stop making him whine so much. That was my c- real complaint about the book. Otherwise, I really liked it. And I disagree with um, the curmudgeon. I love this art. Is curmudgeon the right word? Would you use that word? Yeah. Okay. I love the art. I've been a fan of this guy since Secret Warriors. And yes. we were talking earlier, and his art has changed. It's not as flowy and as... He's toned it down a bit. Like, his Medusa looks great. Looks amazing. His crystal looks great. Um, I, I'm not too keen on some of these new humans, like the guy with no arms and... Well, he has arms. Oh, uh, no hands, the thing. I yeah. feel like we saw that in... Was it Hellion? Who? Hellion. Yeah. Hellion I had no hands. And yeah. He used his telekinesis. But or the thing he had robot hands. He had robot hands that he mentally controlled, right? Yeah. Telekinetically controlled. I really liked when Crystal took down these anti... Inhuman people? Uh, inhuman hating skinheads or yeah. something? Yeah. And then the one guy... is an inhuman? And then they turn on him. It's like, dude... What haven't you expecting? You, yeah. What did you expect? I liked that. And I liked... Uh, I feel like they've changed uh, Naira. Do you think N- he's going to show Naja's. up again? Yeah. I do. I do Yeah, think I think he's so. going to show up again, too. Because they probably brought him with him. No, I don't think so, did they? It was like he, he ran away. Oh. No, no, no! She froze him. Yeah, yeah. She no. She uh, she took all of his breath out of his 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 lungs. They made him pass out. Cool powers. Yeah. Cool use of powers. Definitely a lot stronger. Like you were saying, I w- agree one hundred percent. She is much more of a force to be reckon- reckoned uh-huh. with. Force. Force. Because she's a she's a damn. Uh, she even says it. Like I'm an elemental. You know, I can do all this. You know. I like crap. this new crystal. I do. I, I remember she was always. You know. The one that needed Johnny or... Yeah, she was quiet and she even said that. You know, she's like, yeah, I, uh, when I was back in my, when I dated Johnny Storm days, so mm-hmm. I know that was bad. So even she's kind of bagging on the fact that she dated Johnny Storm and, and that she And now her sister's doing it. Now, which they didn't mention. They didn't bring it up. So I'm wondering if... She doesn't know yet? Yeah. I don't think she knows that, that uh, Johnny and Chris, Johnny and uh, Medusa are together. So I can only imagine what Thanksgiving... I, I, do they have Thanksgiving? Yeah, do they celebrate Thanksgiving? I don't know. Um, but I know it's going to be a very interesting uh, conversation that they're going to have. You know, I mean, I hope it's not too crazy. But What was your thoughts be. on the book? Uh, well, you didn't talk about the second the second part. I knew you had a, the second story. I knew you had a lot to say about the second story because one of your favorite characters oh, is Oh, yes, yes. So the new thing in Marvel is, you know, in human versus mutant. And it's been talked about in the x books the two x books we have that cyclops went all crazy and fought the inhumans and the inhumans we all know are taking over the mutant spot in the marvel universe and uh, the beast actually has joined the inhumans to try to figure out what's going on and in this crystal makes a deal with frenzy of all people and i love frenzy i think she's been a great character since x factor days and uh Frenzy attacks the council members to show the need for working together. And my council members, uh, they were there. I guess there's a new inhuman who she just got a tail or something, and <laughs> she's like the liaison. 
And so the second story is about her, uh, Crystal, uh, set up to have the um, United Nations come in and do a tour of their floating base or whatever. So while they're doing a tour, Frenzy attacks and says that this is like, you know, you're not, you got to help the mutants and you're evil and blah, 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 and this and that. And so Crystal uh, uses her powers against Frenzy and then like flings her out. But it was all a ploy because they wanted uh, they wanted them to show that they're working together. And I was like, that's really kind of cool. And the fact that I like it that Crystal being the leader did not tell her second in command because she wanted the reaction to be real. I don't think I don't think that girl's the second in command, though. No. No. She's called uh, the captain. Yeah, but she's the captain of the ship. But I think uh, I think uh, Gorgon is the uh, second in command. Whiny Gorgon? Yeah, Whiny Gorgon. <laughs> He's the second in command. But I thought it was interesting that that Frenzy is trying to work with them in order to find a cure, which, cause you know, Frenzy is damn near invulnerable. So mm-hmm. I think that's why she's there. And I love how she's still trying to be strong. And she was like, I pulled that fight and I still could have took your ass out. I was, was just kind of wonder. It's like, I love that they kept her spunk to show that she's not, you know, being, I liked it when, was it Mike Carey that brought her into the X-Men? Yeah. Mike, uh, during, um, the, the right before the age of X stuff. Yes, all that. And, then, and then she stayed and she stayed around. I, I wish she would. I mean, mutants and I'm glad she has her powers still. It's random who has their powers and who doesn't. And as we go, yeah. maybe it has something to do with her invulnerability. Who knows? That's what I'm thinking. I think that she might be invulnerable. And so her and beast are going to work. I mean, this is, again, this is us just speculating, yeah. you know, but I really hope and pray that she gets a lot more face time um, because at this point we don't really know what's going on between the uh, mutants and the inhumans. I know there's a bit of animosity, but Oh, well rogue has a ton well, over. Yeah, uncanny. Because yeah. Because she's, she's really being affected hardcore by yeah. it, but, but it's good to see that because the, these people were never uh, the inhumans versus the mutants. They were never really like, there was no animosity Mm-mm. between the two of them. So mm-hmm. it's like there should I'm hoping that they're able to do that and just not generate uh, the, the, the stories just don't generate, you know, Fox hate just because see what I did there. Uh, just because huh. they, they want to sell stories, sell, uh, sell stories. You right. know? That's what I'm hoping that it doesn't, I hope that doesn't, I hope that doesn't happen, you know, and they're able to do a little bit more uh, to try to show that the X-Men are, are, are trying to, or the, 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 the new mutants are, or sorry, the inhumans are trying to help out the mutants because <sighs> they know it's wrong. New mutants. I know. I'm sorry. That's I shouldn't okay. have said that. But Speaking of uh, X-Men, uh, the next book we're going to review is all new X-Men. Number one, written by Dennis Hopeless. The penciler is Mark Bagley. Inker, Andrew Hennessy. Nolan Woodard is the color artist, and VC's Corey Pettit did the lettering. Well, we've been waiting for this. Do you think it was worth the wait? Yes and no. And the reason why I say yes and no is because it's good. Number one, they should have all gone home already, but whatever. Um, <laughs> they're here to stay. So that's fine. That's the new status quo. I'm okay with that. Um, I just didn't know what was going on. I mean, I knew what was going on in the fact that Jean is gone doing her thing. Scott is gone doing his own thing. And so the this group is just kind of traveling around on a bus. Yeah. On a whatever. Doctor Who TARDIS bus. Yes. And they're looking for Scott. Too? Yes. Because he will not use his powers. Because they can track him. And because of something that other Scott did, now we have. Well, no, because other Scott was that 
was that martyr. He, like, yes. he, he martyred him. Oh, he didn't die, but he kind of... Well, he died. Like, we know he died. They've said he's dead. Well, yeah, because of what happened in Secret Wars. Right. Well, no. No. That, he died in Secret Wars. No. Something that in the last book. Remember they said... Gene tells whoever it was that he's dead because of he attacked the Inhumans or something. I don't remember that. No. Uh, what's interesting is when you are a martyr, you have followers, and Dennis Hopeless has started to include followers in this all-new X-Men, and they're wearing Scott's... They're wearing bandanas on their head like Scott's visor, older Scott's visor, and they end up making young Scott use his powers. Oh, hush, Frank. What Frank say? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Frank said I was wrong. Frank so I'm right. Chat, Does that mean Scott I'm right? Oh, Frank, I like you the best. Scott dies doing something against the Inhumans during the during the eighth during the eight months. So he died off. So he died off panel, like he died off off yes. screen in the movies. Yes. Ugh. Poor Scott. Ugh. So. Because no respect, I tell you, no respect. Oh, oh my god, that was horrible. <laughs> so yeah, so Scott did something. He martyred himself, and now and now these pe- these mutants, which it's really weird. Okay, so over in Extraordinary X Men, mutants are a dying race, and they're all sick. But in all new X Men, there's these young kids with powers uh, attacking people. Maybe they're inhumans. Hmm. Um. So. Fight happens, powers used. I just like all new X Men. I like that Scott beats them. their ass. He does. He beats their ass at first, and then they run away, and, and then, then they all gang up on him. And then he chases them down. I'm like, why did he chase them down? It's like, I understand. Love the fact that Bamps are still around and they're being used. Yeah, the Bamps are, are like they're teleporting and how they're able to get around and stuff. I mean, it's just a fun issue, but it's just like. Are they just gonna? Is this is all gonna be like Maudlin Scott being mad about what Old Scott did. Nah. I don't know. I'm glad that that Kid Apocalypse is in it. And but why? Uh, who, well, okay. Like, why is he there? So uh, like we, why? We're, we're going to talk about this later. But isn't it funny that this year or next year coming up, the two big events are Apocalypse is going to return to the. They're going to have a three part crossover uh, between the three books with Apocalypse, so he's returning. And Civil War next year, which makes me happy. At least Apocalypse is going to get some more play. But they kind of been there, done that. That was the whole thing with Kid Apocalypse. I don't know. Um, for me, the art, Mark Bagley, while he's not a bad artist, I feel like this is the same art I saw when he did Thunderbolts and all his other stuff. I just feel like it's very, it's the same. Yeah, it wasn't his most dynamic Mm-mm. pieces of art. Um, not to say I don't, I never want to say you know that artist th- that has such a solid body of work like his is phoning it in, but it just it just didn't have the visual umph that, mm-hmm. that his stuff usually has. Now when he when Scott was using his powers, I thought that was really cool, mm-hmm. but it, it did seem a little lackluster in some points. But that's I, just that's just me. No, you know? I agree with you. For me, it wasn't a, a a great number one. It was fun, and I, I can't wait to see where it goes. Now we didn't we didn't have it down to review. But uh, I just want to say that this week, the Extraordinary X-Men number three came out, and I'm, I'm liking where they're going. Slowly, what? each issue gets a little better. You're, you're liking it? I am a Aww. little bit. I liked it, too. That was great. 
Yeah. So this book I actually am enjoying. So you know what? They're first issues. They're new setups. So we've got some getting mm-hmm. used to. Yes, we do. Yes. And I, I know you're having a little, you know, uh, the growing pains and changing pains. And no, stuff, I just I, I'm ready to see where they're going with this. Been there, done that. So let's see some new stuff. Yes. Um, so, again, for those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Geek Chat uh, live here on Mix LR. We're here every Monday, at least this time and next time uh from 6 to 7 p.m uh we have one more show before we go on to our winter break but we will be uh, updating our uh facebook group as well as putting out new content uh during our winter break um please go to the facebook group and search for the geek chat and uh join the join the conversation uh, you can also check us out if you missed this show on soundcloud you can also check out um other older shows from our from earlier in the season, we have three seasons of stuff of material on our SoundCloud page, and you can stream that. This uh, will be posted li- uh, posted tomorrow, uh, so check times. It'll be a little bit earlier. Uh, normally, we, we uh, post between uh, twelve and two, but uh, we'll be posting a little bit earlier tomorrow uh, because I have to go and help a really dear friend of mine. So, also, you can check us out on iTunes as well as Stitcher. You can also uh, check us out on Tumblr and Instagram, all under The Geek Chat. And for those of you who love uh, YouTube, we are on YouTube now. Again, search The Geek Chat and uh, make sure that you like and subscribe to The Geek Chat Show because that's where we're going to be putting a lot of our new content. So the the places that you're going to find a lot of new content are a lot of new content is SoundCloud.com as well as YouTube.com. Again, The Geek Chat geek chat want to give a special thanks to our sponsors club card printing uh you can check them out at clubcardprinting.com they're the ones who print all of our fantastic flyers um you can also uh go and check out our house artist gene gilmet over at rltpress.com he's also uh, one of the uh, house artists for uh comic book resources column the line it is drawn go check it out he has a fantastic Fantastic line of uh, stuff that's that that he that they post over there. Ooh, this week's was so good. I loved it. It was Deadpool meets Gertrude from I Hate Fairyland. Or fuck Fairyland, depending on which cover you get. Great we an, piece. We are an adult show, so yes, we you can say that. I also want to give a special shout out and thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at five forty eight Castro Street, between eighteenth and nineteenth in San Francisco. Check us out online at whateverstore.com or on Facebook under Whatever Store. Alrighty, so uh, wait, I have to tell you, I was trying to tell you this before about a major spoiler, and now Terry has posted it for the world to see. What about tonight's Supergirl? But uh, spoil. I'm not gonna say here, but I was right. Thanks a lot, Terry. She's listening, by the way. I know. <laughs> I saw that like a while ago, and I'm like, I gotta tell. But yes, huge spoiler. About right. who Hank Henshaw is. Is it really him? Yep. I, well, come on. Okay. It was either that or the other the other thing that yeah. we talked about before. So, yeah. of course, I'm not surprised. But uh, <sighs> next book we want to talk about is a I book that okay, good. is a book that Frank, uh, one of our longtime listeners and supporters, actually really liked, and he posted it in the. Uh, he I don't say actually liked. He really liked it, and I actually liked it. Uh, thank you for posting, Frank. Yes, thank you. Is the totally awesome Hulk number one. And who is the Hulk, you say? Well, that's Amadeus Choi. I thought it was you. Uh, it should be. 
we we got a Korean Hulk. Can I have a Black Hulk? Why can't we have Black Hulk? I mean, if Rick James was the Hulk, that'd be kind of cool. Bitch. <laughs> be a gamma. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine that? <laughs> gamma. It's a hell of a drug. But anyway, we're uh, getting ready to review uh, the totally awesome Hulk, which is a book that uh, our good friend Frank liked. <laughs> Damn, they always put these these things. Uh, you know, it's it's everywhere. try to find. It's it's one of these try to find the try to find the needle in a haystack in this thing. Okay, got gonna, it. Oh, okay, good. Got it. All righty. So it's the name of this issue. I love it. It's Cho Time Part One. Writer is Greg Pak. Uh, artist is Frank Cho. Hopefully for more than one issue. Uh, inker is Sonia Obak. And uh, letters by VCs Corey Pettit. So, um, I was dead set not to like this book. Dead set. He was. He's like, I don't want to read this. I'm and like, we have to. I read it because it seems like, it's like, why? Like, it just seems so, like, left field. It's like, I understand that he really, like, liked the Hulk and he wanted, he was very, like, you know, sympathetic with the Hulk and, and all this. So I get it. But he was, like, I remember him palling, awa- palling around with Hercules. So it just seems weird that, you know, he's, you know, with the Hulk. But anyway, but I, I digress. So, so, yeah, we have no idea why he's the Hulk. You know, we're going to have to wait and see about that. But we get to see him use his powers and see that he has to eat quite a bit. He does. Yes. And that black box was quite small. (laughs) (laughs) I was (laughs) not going to say that. But, yes, it was rather small. It was quite small. And uh, we got to see She-Hulk. We We did. Looked great. We got to see Frank Cho's awesome art. Well, Frank Cho's amazing when he draws She-Hulk. Yeah. The whole... And then that really big, boobalicious babe at the end, the the brand new character who looked like that other character that he draws already, but she's got even bigger boobs and a bigger sword. Who's in the next issue? Forgot her name. Uh, It's on the back. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Uh, I don't know. For me, yeah, her with the big boobs. And the red hair. And the red. Looked like Red Sonia. Yeah. Yeah, she has a double page spread. Lady Hellbender. I bet she does. The monster of the queen of the Sick Narf Nine. Sick Narf Nine. She's an alien queen. So, uh, uh, what'd you think? It was cute. Um, totally changed his personality from anything that it was before. We were talking in the car on the way over, and I'm like, he was never such a horn dog. I don't remember him being because he had that girlfriend with the snake head and. Des is like, well, maybe it's the gamma infusion that makes him so horny. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, but it was a good book. It was a good book. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh shoot. So, well, but um, just want to give you a couple of quick uh, shout outs. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap up a little bit early tonight. Unfortunately, but again, uh, we're probably going to be doing a much longer uh, wrap up issue for our uh, final uh, issue of the season. Yeah, and we'll talk about some comics on the yeah. Point five. So so. Because of because of what's going on Mixolar, we have to only do an hour, but we will have more uh, content content that that is going to be exclusive after. So we're we're um, going to record some more stuff for next week. So just to kind of make up for this, but we do have to go a little bit early today. So I'm just going to tell you four books that were on our number one list: Guardians of Infinity, Harley's Little Black Book, Red Wolf, and Daredevil. Not all of them we agree on. Not all of them were great books. It was a very sad week for comics. And uh, but we get Secret Wars. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't it um, postponed again. No, we get eight next week. Oh Lord. All right. 
But anyway, on that note, I am Desmond. I'm Rich. Sorry, y'all. Sorry we have to leave a little early, but we will uh, be talking more with you on the Geek Chat. So please tune into the Geek Chat. We love you as always. Bye. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat.